0: This message is made available by the partners and friends of Breakthrough Miracle Life. Catch a live broadcast every Wednesday and Sunday on Facebook, YouTube, Periscope, and on internet radio at mixlr.com forward slash B-R-E-A-K-T-H-R-U. We look at, you know, we've been, we've looked at... Adoption for a great period. So uh, now we are uh, it's important to move into uh, into application, application, and application is very uh, related to to like what we were what we were talking about uh, in the last few minutes. Actioning. Actioning you see the, the purpose the purpose of adoption is freedom, but what is freedom? Freedom is the ability for that human spirit to respond to the word. <laughs> amen. Freedom is the ability of the human spirit to respond to the word. Uh, the Bi- You know, when the Bible uh, tells us that we were once in slavery, what it's talking about is the state of a human being who was unable to operate according to uh, God's design. So freedom, another way to look at freedom, is the restoration of God's design in a human being. That means that now one can hear the spirit of God, one can understand the Word, one can cooperate with the Holy Spirit, one can cooperate with uh angels you see so that is freedom so but yes, but what is the end game of freedom? The end game of freedom is 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 is, is you know. It's function. 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 The end game of freedom is function. Uh, It means that you, you know, you don't want to be a car that can howl so much and move at a certain speed. Can. The idea is possibility. But yet, in in practice, is not able uh, to accomplish uh, what it was designed to accomplish. So freedom is is the restoration of God's perfect design so that a human being can function the way they were created to function. I think that even when we say that it is so less with corruption here because of our experience because sometimes you you may know the most anointed man or you may know somebody and they still have flaws or you may you may you may know a, a man anointed to heal who died of sickness the Bible says Elisha he fell sick and he died yet his bones Long after he was dead, the spirit was still in his bones to resurrect a dead man. So the contradiction there is, if that spirit was in him, and when he's dead in his bones in the sepulchre, he could resurrect a man, why didn't it heal him? (laughs) Praise the Lord. (laughs) Yep. Those are the harder questions of life. That's where often we mix up the anointing and life. Those are not the same thing. Anointing, you can be anointed. You are anointed. That means you are empowered. God gives you a special divine empowerment to operate a certain way. Now you may be a healer of the sick and die of sickness. Catherine Kuhlman, while healing multitudes of people, was herself suffering with, with a heart problem. She succumbed to a heart problem. Asa Alonzo Allen, or a. A. Allen, while anointed to do so much, died, oh, I mean, the claim he died of an alcohol overdose, a drug overdose. Branham, a man who could read you with such a prophetic action, how could he not see an accident? Uh, praise the Lord. So there's always that confusion. There's always that confusion. And but this the, the Bible, in the Bible it's not confusion. There's a difference between living and operation. Living and operation. When you receive the Son, you receive life. You don't receive anointing. Praise the Lord. You are not anointed, but you receive life because you've received the Son. The Son you have received can heal you. And we won't say you are anointed. No. We'll say you have received by faith in the Son who lives in you. But if uh, an anointed man of God lays hands on you and you are healed instantly. That's the anointing. He may have the same sickness and he will envy you. (laughs) Yet, after laying hands on you, he may envy you. Praise the Lord. Why? Because anointing, a divine empowerment, a heavenly enablement. So you become a conduit. You become... You become usable by the Holy Spirit, praise the Lord. And, and with that kind of confusion, then uh, uh, that's how it is that people are, are, are confused. I'm, I'm saved. I know the word. Why am I sick? I prayed for people. They got healed. But how comes I'm not getting healed? Praise the Lord. So the idea, again, why we started, why, why I wanted to impress upon you, again, the idea of adoption. is So adoption helps you to understand your place. You see, first you're a child of God before you're anointed to serve for God. First, primarily, you are a child. So if you ignore that relational part, and you stick to the functional part, uh, you you may miss benefits of the of life in your own lifestyle. Uh, praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. So we've been talking about adoption in that in that sense to to help us to uh, relate or to take our relationship with God to another level. When but you see, when you're relating with God, you, 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 you start as a child. Then later on, you can launch into servant mode and you become a servant and you launch into service. But you are better off starting off as a what? A child. Why? Because if you start off as a servant, the challenge is when you are not functioning properly. It may wreck you. What do I mean? What if you have a crusade and, 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 and you didn't get as good numbers as the previous one? What if you have a crusade and the people who are healed are not as spectacular as the last one? If your definition, if, if, if the definition, if, if, if your identity is in service, you will be heartbroken. But if you can retain, if you can always fall back to being a child, it keeps your heart safe. It keeps you safe. But also it helps you to relate with other children. It is also very dangerous to be very Mm servant-centric. Because especially in our day-to-day, we see... Uh, we see we see the servants of God in a different light. Uh, Jesus came to serve us. Praise the Lord! Uh, it seems the rest of us <laughs> are anointed to serve the servants of God. <laughs> uh, you see, you see, it flipped. It, it flipped. Now, now, now we serve them. Now we, now we serve them. Praise the Lord. Amen. So, but, you know, all, all, that, all that confusion and disconnect uh, always uh, starts at the place where we uh, fail to to celebrate the family angle of Christianity. So, but the key here, function, function, I want to impress upon you something today. Many of you, as you speak the word every day, uh, you, you encounter things, you speak the word every day. You speak the word, and you speak the word, you know, and and when you speak the word, nothing happens. Praise the Lord. <laughs> and you say, but Jesus responded by saying it is written. Praise the Lord. And you've been saying what is written, and nothing is happening. Amen. Amen. Uh, it is important to to uh, see it's it, it it requires a small tweak a small tweak praise the lord a very small tweak but that tweak makes all the difference it makes all the difference imagine this if you are unwell and you say no jesus came that i may have life and life more abundantly that sickness will increase <laughs> praise the lord <laughs> that sickness. If if you have a fever, it will shoot up by four degrees. <laughs> if you have a headache, you feel like a, a compactor is going over you. If you have a, a running stomach, the speed may increase. <laughs> the speed, the speed, the RPMs, <laughs> the runs per minute. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> Why? Because you are not dealing with the issue. You are stating facts. You are stating legalities. But you're not applying the word. Praise the Lord. You're stating facts, and the devils will agree with you. The devils will say, Yeah, it is true. He came so that you may have life. So what? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. It's, 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 Uh, and and sometimes sometimes it sounds like a splitting of hairs, but Jesus didn't send us to pray for the sick. Mm -hmm. I, I say this to get people to think. Jesus didn't send us to pray for the sick. He sent us to heal the sick. There's a difference. You know how people pray for the sick? Father, your word says, mm, your word says that with these with these stripes we are healed. <laughs> You're really praying for the sick. Mm. Your word says mm, that no weapon forged against us shall prosper. Mm. You're praying for the sick, and the devils are having a blast. You see, it's 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 important how the way our mind responds to words. When we say, let's go and pray for so and so. When we get there, all we do is recycle and regurgitate the word. Father, your word says this. Mm. It is written. No, 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 no. Mm. Father, your word says this. You know, notice, Father, your word, you're talking to the Father. <laughs> and you're reminding him what is written. And he's saying, okay, fine. I know that, I agree, but what? (laughs) Praise the Lord. Because you are not dealing with the problem. You've not come to heal the sick. You've come to pray for the sick. It's the same when we pray for our homes, when we pray for our nations, when we pray for our churches. All we do, Father, your word says, if my people who are called by my name, Mm, they shall humble themselves and and, and fast. That <laughs> you, you you what are you saying? What are you saying? And who are you? Who are you even addressing? Who are you saying it to? Praise the Lord. At the gate, at the gate, uh, called beautiful, Peter. You see, he didn't quote any word. Praise the Lord. But he acted on the word. He didn't say, Father, your word says, with these stripes we are healed. Mm. So be healed. No. Because there's there's confusion. You start off talking to the Father somewhere along the way, but who are you talking to? Are you talking to yourself? Or are you talking to the sick person? You see what I mean? Peter said, In the name of Jesus, stand up and what? Who was he addressing? Mm-hmm. Who was he addressing? Mama, <laughs> Nya Whoa, wait. <hey. laughs> so, hmm? hmm? oh, there? No, he's not addressing the lame man. <laughs> <laughs> In the name of Jesus, stand up and walk. You can see the answer in the next verse. The Bible says, and his uncle bones received strength. <clears throat> so in that one statement, he knew who he was addressing. He's addressing the devil who had bound that man. He's addressing the devil, and he's also addressing his what? His body. That's why after that he took up his right hand. Notice the man didn't, if he had been addressing the man, the man would have got up by himself. But because he's addressing the devil who had bound the man, and he's also addressing those those needs. to what? To respond. The result, the result was, the, the result tells, you see, um, look at Jesus' attitude in his ministry. The Bible tells us that uh, when the demons saw him, first of all, how did they respond? They knew him. He said, have you come to torment us before our time? Did he engage them in Kabozi? You see, that's in our prayers, that's what we do. We're in Kabozi with the devil. We are telling him what is written. He's like, okay, fine. And this will shock you. This may really shock you. In, 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 when Jesus is tempted, the first two times he says it is what? Written. The devil is not going nowhere. Because that, if you go to the Greek, it is Logos. It is only when he says, it is saved. And notice what he adds. What does he say? It says, go away. <laughs> Praise the Lord. He releases Rema and the command along with it. And the Bible says, the devil left him. While he says it is written, the devil didn't leave him mm. because he didn't tell the devil leave. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Mm. <laughs> Does that sound strange? That's your Bible. <laughs> Praise the Lord. That's your Bible. Uh, if we, if we, <clears throat> some of that stuff people don't do, are not comfortable saying on the pulpit. Amen. <laughs> because it can be misconstrued. It can be misconstrued. So, the purpose of adoption is freedom. What is freedom? Freedom is when a child of God begins to operate in their authority. Amen. A child of God operating in their authority. Behold, I give unto you authority. For what? So we so we can go around town telling people, I have authority, By them. I have authority. If you have authority, do something. Use it. Use it. Don't just say you have. And that's what we do when devils come around. We tell them how we have authority. Behold, I received authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the devil. mm mm-hmm. And nothing shall harm me by any means. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. <laughs> You've just quoted the, the Constitution. You have quoted your rights, but you have not acted on your rights. I like to always give an example of, as we live in such a world where, you know, you may be minding your own business. You, the ladies, and somebody may be a boda boda man may come and says, "Dem, dem." No, I had I when I was driving when I was driving back from Ecuador, Uh I thought a guy was talking to me. I thought a guy was talking to me. and The guy says, "Hey, s-s-s. then, then I turned, and then he said, "Sexy." I said, "I, I think <laughs> that's 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 not me. <laughs> that's not me." <laughs> and there was a lady behind me, <laughs> so he was addressing. You think now that guy, if he says that and you stop, he will engage you, and you may tell him. You say, mm-hmm. <laughs> Notice this. And that's how we deal with demons. We engage them. You are even engaging it, praise the Lord. And you are wondering why it is not going. Because it is misconstruing what you are saying. <laughs> praise the Lord. Ya tonamu goba. Urabe nja uro. All you have been stating is, All you are stating is facts. You can go around saying, singing how you are a child of God. But if you do not apply the authority of the child of God, you will entertain demons for a long time. Praise the Lord. So that's you see and and in many cases I've seen you know've seen I've seen, uh, I've seen uh, people who entertain people and they keep saying Your actions are contrary to your expectations. <laughs> Praise the Lord. That's how most of us are dealing with the spiritual realm, the spirits of darkness. We are not active in our authority. No, we are just telling them what is written. Jesus said it is written. Twice. And the devil said, come, come, come. (laughs) That devil, he told Jesus, come. (laughs) Took him to... But he took him to Jerusalem, to the top of the temple, and he took him to some high place. That's what happens when you entertain the devil. He'll take you somewhere. And he'll show you. <laughs> Amen. And you may retain your stance and say, it is written. But until you tell him, Go until that word, until Logos stands in rema and you release a command, it's not going anywhere. That's why now you see when the Bible says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. The idea of resisting is not, no. The idea of resisting is there's a difference the the tone the strength the determination when what what to say and every time Jesus deals with the negative spiritual realm it's in command form it's in command form now notice this, The idea of adoption is because Jesus is the firstborn among many brethren. The idea is that he shows us what a son, a child of God can be and how they can act. He's the firstborn among many brethren. The Bible says he is the first begotten from the dead. He's the first to resurrect and after that, the rest of us believers are raised up together with him. But he is the first. The Bible says he is supreme over all creation. He, 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 is, he sets the standard, which is why he is the author of our faith, or he is the example of our faith. Praise the Lord. So, Many of us are just talking to the devil. We are not commanding him. Or many of us are just telling the devil what is written. And the devil, doesn't, he won't doubt that. He'll say, yeah, that's true. It came that you may have life, but now you have a chizimba What are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, it's true. It came that you may have life. Now you're being tormented. What are you going to do about? And that's the, that's the more difficult part for the believer, which is why it's important to start this journey as a child. Why? Because you grow in authority. The word authority is what? Um, what's that? Uh, it's in Greek. It's exousia. The word "authority" is called uh, in Greek is exousia. Let's see, let's see what uh, it it means. Exousia. Meaning. Mm. Hallelujah. So, liberty of choice. Okay, so it's the any, power of choice. Also, liberty of doing as one pleases. Leave or permission, physical and mental power the ability or strength with which one is endued, which he either possesses or exercises, the power of authority, influence, and of right or privilege, the power of rule or government, the power of him whose will and commands must be submitted to by others and obeyed. Hey, praise the Lord. That is exousia. Mm-hmm. E X O U S I A, praise the Lord. <laughs> there are things that are not moving in your life. They are not moving because you are just quoting the scriptures for them. <laughs> praise the Lord. You're just quoting for them scriptures. Most of us wake up and just quote scriptures. There's a difference between quoting scriptures and application of scriptures. Now, when we talk about wisdom, wisdom, now you see why Paul prays for the spirit of wisdom and understanding. Now, notice this. Understanding helps you to conceptualize the word, right? Right? Wisdom helps you to apply. There are people who may have ascended to the level of understanding the word, but they cannot apply it. What sets people apart is application. Praise the Lord. See, when Pastor Noah was preaching about foundations, I think he used the Luke version. I think the one... Moses you mentioned in the morning Luke 6 I think 47 it says let me tell you uh, let me describe for you a wise man one who hears the words and and that adobeisen it says is like one who digs a foundation deep you see depth understanding depth understanding Depth understanding uh, in Proverbs 20, 20, 20, 24 24 2 or 3. By understanding, it is established. To understand means to establish. Why? The two are related because you're digging deep. You're digging deep. So, understanding is a precursor for for faith or for application you you receive this concept you get excited about this concept now it gives you advantage on application because uh, the people who don't understand have trouble applying praise the lord but the one who has come to the place to understand is able to easily apply. There are people who struggle with application. They say, I know with these stripes I was healed. I know himself took my sicknesses and bore my infirmities. But somehow there's a jam somewhere in their spirit. They can't tell, how do I release these words? So that sickness can be uprooted. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. That really is. Uh, now notice this. In my personal experience, when I first when I first studied about faith for many years, I heard from all the men of faith. I straight away tried to apply faith, and I failed. I knew the word. I had the will. But I lacked the word, the understanding, and the authority. You see, because exousia authority is delegated, right? I can't come and tell you uh, that uh, Moosefini has said, has told me to tell you, that you are now the RDC. <laughs> Praise the Lord. It would be very dangerous for you after that to go on radio and say, I'm the RDC because Seven has sent a message to me through Raymond. Praise the Lord. Why? Because there's no instrument. There's no instrument. You You, you didn't receive the letter. It's so much easier if it was face-to-face and he told you now you're the other of Karamoja. Now, even without the papers, you can go and start acting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> so likewise... What, what, one of the reasons, the big reason we struggle to apply faith is because we don't understand adoption and justification and redemption. Praise the Lord, foundations, because those those are the those are the launch platforms. Now now you have instruments that authorize you. Imagine the prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. That means every time you pray, you expect power and effect. Power and effect. Every time you, if, but but that's, if you really are certain about your righteousness. Amen. It's not that the prayer of those who do good things, that those are the prayers which are, because I promise you if that was the case. Mm-hmm. then the world would be in trouble. I've told you time and again, If he, 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 I, I see I'm, I, I'm very observant, praise the Lord. When I go to my Anglican folk, cancer knows how to eat away the clergy, the wardens, the bishops, the archbishops. Mm-hmm. It is not messing with these six o'clock. <laughs> no, those guys who come to pray and go to the golf course. Cancer has no business with them. It's it's an oxymoron. Praise the Lord. Watch this space. Baby cool bobby wine. They will die of other things, not cancer. They may dry they may die because ya good day na agua. Mm. <laughs> but not cancer. But some of these holy folk, good people, and I know that because I've seen those good people. I've seen people who have never stolen, who don't quarrel, who are good or perfect husbands, if you may. But when cancer comes, it doesn't want to know. Why? may sound like a mystery it's not a mystery (laughs) praise the Lord they may be acting pious but they lack the inner foundation spiritually they lack identity information so maybe their qualifications for righteousness is um, I have one wife I've never drunk I don't go to the disco. I've not stolen as much as so-and-so. <laughs> when I stole, it was for fees, praise the Lord. <laughs> I stole to give to the building project at church. <laughs> Those are the wrong elements for righteousness. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> the the gospel, you see the gospel as I may have heard it previously. The gospel was was a club. Was a club. It was, a club, uh, it was uh, information that creates a club of good people. Mm-hmm. My Anglican friends don't understand why we leave established church buildings and we go and pitch tents. They don't understand. And so the statement is, mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. You can see clearly they don't understand what church means. For them, church is organization and structure. Church is not the body of Christ. Amen. So there, there goes the dilemma. You, you find those good folk, and when these uh, uncool things come to to their lives, they have no response mechanism. They're like Job. They start off like Job. Mm-hmm. You know Job's friends, they told him, mm, What have you done? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> eh? they take stock. Now, notice for most of these folk, I remember that was like uh, with my old man when he was uh, struggling with cancer. So I was talking to, to one of uh, one of uh, uh, one of the, my older ladies, and and I told them, uh, and she said, "Why would a man like your father, so perfect, why would he get cancer?" So I, so I, to, I, I, you know, I said uh, I said, you know what, the spiritual. realm, has no regard for good-mannered people and all. I said, maybe he doesn't have peace with God. The woman almost gouged my eyes out. How can you say that of your father? Hey! I said, I think my definition of peace and yours are different. Praise the Lord. So, it's, there goes the dilemma because once we were told, "Do good, and nothing good, nothing bad will what will happen to you." <laughs> hmm? Yeah um, It may be true to a greater extent, under a certain revelation, but not in the generic revelation that it is. Uh, it is uh, uh, bl- bl- blotted out the suggestion there is that you earn a good life with good works that if you're doing good, the devil won't mess with you, praise the Lord but you see there are mornings when you wake up and you don't know anything wrong you have done but you feel as if you've done something wrong (laughs) praise the Lord The, the Bible talks about the devil being an accuser of the brethren He's ever that's his work to accuse you day and night so if you don't have the armor of the righteousness of God you don't have defense praise the Lord but you know uh, just so I don't detour there's a difference between speaking the word and applying the word speaking the word now notice this speaking the word will help your spirit to grasp the word right but when you face a devil it's time to do what to apply the word and when you apply that word it must be in authoritative form it is not in it is not in a, a negotiative form of devil you see because the bible says you have to go no <laughs> Praise the Lord. That's how most of us are dealing with the devil. We are begging him to go based on what the Bible says. And we are surprised that he's not, he's not moving an inch. Our word application. Application of the word. Through command. Through command. But that command comes from Confidence as a child of God. When you know that God is for me, nothing can be against me. You can say with certainty, in the name of Jesus, I command you to die. And you can expect it to die. But if the devil will contend with the quality of your relationship between you and God, if you say you are not son enough, Mm. Mm. Or you are you are a young son, you can't you can't command it, tumor yet. <laughs> if he would contend with your partnership with God as a child, he has killed your authority. Now you can't speak authoritatively. Now what you may do may engage in a uh, skirmish. Oja genda, sija genda. Oja genda no, sija genda. O, bosaga hey. Then, the musula <laughs> wao. Nila <laughs> ma, nina kutila <laughs> mwen mu. Aba, aba, tola genda. Wendy. praise the lord wisdom is the appropriate application of the word application you know when to apply what and how you can be in debt and you pray god save me from debt and god will probably as in my experience you he's powerless I've also always argued if you owe somebody money, don't pray for debt cancellation. You have you are evil to pray for debt cancellation. (laughs) Praise the Lord. There's nothing wrong with a system that may offer you relief. Praise the Lord. But put yourselves in the shoes of the lender. You, if every person who owes you is praying for debt cancellation, hey, where are you? Uh, then we should stop lending money. Praise the Lord. But uh, but it's possible to have your your debt cancelled. It is possible, but it should not be your preferred because it it will be. Uh, It will be strengthening bad manners. Amen. Because you'll borrow again and expect God to cancel the debt How long can you live like that? As a child of God, as a child of God, and this this is where your big war is going to be. Your big war is growing to a place of applying authority. Praise the Lord. Adoption facilitates that growth so that you can get to a place where you can apply authority. Where you're not begging devils anymore. You may start off from a twenty one but and that's where being filled with the Spirit is applicable. When you pray and you get filled, you release immutable commands. Immutable. In 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 all of my experiences with the miraculous or with god's miracle working hand i promise you you i had to come to a place where the holy ghost helps me to prevail at at prevailing level you're not begging anymore you are applying you are determining the course you are determining the parameters it is not the devil saying, I had stolen two acres. No, it's you telling the devil everything you've stolen, vacate. And that's interesting because when Jesus told the, the, the two blind men, he says, according to your faith, be it unto you. Be it unto you. You see that life is a blank check. Praise the Lord. Eternal life is a blank check. According to how much you grow in some shape. you can apply that authority to, to cover as, as much ground as possible. Many, many people think God is too busy, or he has too many people to take care of, so they don't want to stress him. Amen. <laughs> But you see, you see, when you look at the, the, the prodigal son's uh, story, I think so, so, so often we see him, uh, the prodigal son, in negative light. But you, you, you have to see the beauty of him even demanding his share. There's something, there's a positive in there. At least he was aware that he had what? A share in his father's estate. You see, the old son who stayed, there was a negative in his attitude while he dwelt with the father. Whereas the young son who goes, there's a positive about his attitude, even uh, asking for his inheritance. Because the father didn't say no. (laughs) Praise the Lord. The father didn't say no. Amen. So, I believe that parable requires us to combine those all the positive attributes from the two of them. Why? Because somebody, you're out there, and you have this great confusion about what your portion is about life. And that great confusion is based on your inadequate knowledge of shit Inadequate knowledge. You can be so empowered with confidence from above that you can take on this life and determine its parameters for you. Yeah, praise the Lord. Amen. You know, we we preach that way to the downtrodden. Why? Because when you are used to the devil taking so much away from you, it's very difficult to accept that there's so much available to you. Praise the Lord. Mm -hmm. It's so difficult for people to, to, to fathom that there's so much available for them, especially also when it comes to matters to do with time. Some people feel like, oh, I've wasted my life. Oh, I wish I I wish I got to know this 20 years ago. Don't waste your time. Twenty years ago, your head was fat enough, big enough, strong enough. <laughs> Praise the Lord. There's no way you could have been a recipient uh, of, 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 of some of these, these you know, amen. But but now, now now is the acceptable time. It's the day of the Lord. The day of the Lord is here. And now that the day of the Lord is here, and you've had that uh, opportunity to receive this revelation, now you can apply it. You can take back territory. Amen. Again, you see, uh, adoption helps us to 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 rearrange our attitude toward God. Sorry, that went off for a while. <clears throat> um, as we wind up, as we wind up. Um, Again, there may be a way in which you are applying the word of praying, and all you are doing is telling the spiritual realm stories. You're you're, You're telling the devil what is written. You're not commanding him. There's a difference. There's a big difference. Let's look at the Luke account. Is it Luke? of um, Jesus and um, look for maybe look what okay so hmm so Notice, um, and Jesus answered and said that, Get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written, thou shalt worship. Can you see? Uh, 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 Verse verse 8. Get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written, thou shalt worship the Lord thy God. And him on it shalt thou serve. Verse 9 And he brought him to Jerusalem and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down from hence. For it is written. Now notice this. If you are, and it is written, kind, the devil is also telling you, For it is what? Written. <laughs> for it is written. You may quote a scripture and he, 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 he counters, or actually, mostly when he tempts us anyway, he quotes a scripture. And, um, and Jesus answering, verse 12, and Jesus answering said unto him, It is said. Can you see the difference? Prior to that, it was, It is written. But in verse 12, he says, It is said. uh okay let's just say we may be making a big deal out of you know the people who uh, for them that that is the same as it is written uh if uh okay your mm-hmm, mm-hmm. La la no. We we need to be sure. Look. Chapter 4. The 12th verse. it has been said it has been said and, and and the the idea there is uh, uh, to, to, to say st- the, the the word there is eh uh, a it's greek but uh, anyway but it denotes um, to tell to command. he—he it, 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 is not now just responding to or he's not objecting to what the devil has said. Uh, praise the Lord. He's not objecting. No, now he is imposing He is imposing the word. It's in command form. It's, he's imposing. Authority is being applied. You see, you can say, it is written, the Lord will supply our needs according to his riches in, No money is is going to come to you by quoting that scripture. Praise the Lord. Money will come to you when you apply that scripture. People are tormented in their dreams. And they wake up, I cancel, I cancel. But while they're canceling, they're in fear. They're afraid. I cancel. Oh, I cancel. <laughs> well, sometimes you tell people, hey, with that car, you may have an accident. Oh, I cancel. Even if you cancel, if your car is in bad shape, you may have what? An accident. Pray, find money and fix the car. Don't just keep canceling. Oh, you, you, you better be more hygienic, you may fall sick. I cancel, I cancel. Oh, never call. You see? <laughs> oh, I cancel. Oh, no, I cancel. Wisdom. Wisdom. Wisdom helps you to apply the word. But especially in the case where we need to tell the devil off, not to tell him what the word says. If you look at one of the old sermons that um, Reverend Solomon preached, he was describing the word to rebuke. Most people tell the devil, "I rebuke you." Praise the Lord. <laughs> I rebuke you, devil. I rebuke you, devil. Uh, that that's a general word. <laughs> it's 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 too general. It's too general. You uh, you, you may you may not get a response. Uh, Reverend Solomon would have would, would have explained that better because you you you're not exactly telling the devil get out you're just contending with him you've become some kind of opposition but you're not an authoritative kind of opposition you're not directing action the bible says and um, the, the, the demons wanted him to send them into the what To the pigs. Jesus was He figured, "Ah, the pigs will die also, so it's okay. (laughs) Get into the pigs. Why? Because then there would be no, you see, the demons seek embodiment. They want to be in something. That's the way they stay in an area. Why did they want to stay? Why did they want to be in the pigs? Because they needed to stay in the what? In the area. So they go into the pigs and they die. There's no more embodiment for for them. But notice, and, and uh, uh, you, you can see he let them. <laughs> he let them go into the, into the pigs. Praise the Lord. In m- many other cases, they, they didn't want him to command or to uh, cast them out. So they begged him. So notice, the first thing is, he usually commanded them to shut up. He commanded them to what? Shut up. Of course, we live in an age where uh, people have to demonstrate that they have power. So they make demons talk. And they think it's such a cool thing. What you Yeah, did and because you see, demons are going to lie anyway. So mm-hmm. why, why do you, why do you, to why do you want to, why do you want to? Yeah. The Bible suggests in some of the accounts that he wouldn't let them talk because when they open their mouth, they'd say he's the son of God and he wouldn't let them talk. Praise the Lord. So you may be out there and, um, uh, all you've been doing is quoting the word. Quoting the word. That is not the same as acting on the word. Quoting the word may help you to renew your mind, actually. <laughs> it is good. It is good. It is meditation. In fact, the more you quote it, that should be for that should be for private consumption. But when you deal with the devils you don't you, you don't uh, after you quoted the word apply it or quote it in application form amen. amen I find especially as I uh, uh, ministering to uh, uh, <clears throat> and a lot more you know uh, the HIV patients. And they say, but, 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 but I speak the word. But I speak the word and the tests are not changing. Then, then you tell them, which word are you speaking? Jesus came that I may have life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said, uh, said, you know, that that can work if only you had deep understanding. Unfortunately, you are applying it generically, and all you're doing is you're talking to the spirit realm, you're just repeating what the Bible says. So you're not rebuking the HIV. Praise the Lord. <laughs> ah, because you know when they say that I tell them, you know, so so do all the other believers who have cancer, they also already have eternal life. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> That sounds uh, a bit harsh. But why? What is eternal life? Eternal life is potential. Eternal life is ability for you to rebuke. It's ability. It's, 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 it's a right functional platform for you to apply the word. That's all eternal life is. Praise the Lord. Mm. He came that we may have life. What is life? Life is the restoration of, of, of God's nature in a human being, right? But after that, that life now needs application. It's, it becomes the right platform to, to function. Now you can pray. Now you can be filled with the Spirit. Now you can read the Bible. Now you can understand the, the, the Word. Praise the Lord uh found those dealing with with uh, with the uh, with cysts and fibroids, and they say but i sp- I speak the word and it's not working and 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 rightly so, even their statement says if they are only speaking the word they have not been built up in the spirit to a place where they can tell the cyst, you are dead <laughs> Amen. They have not reached the place of prevailing. You may be out there and and the finances are not good and all you are doing is you're quoting the scriptures. I've been young and now I'm old. Maybe you're not even that old, praise the Lord. (laughs) The young lions do (laughs) suffer. (laughs) But I've never seen the righteous forsaken and still, no money is coming your way. Because you are just quoting the word. Logos. You are just repeating Logos. The better place is when you pray and get built up. And when you are filled with the spirit, now a boldness comes into your spirit. And when that boldness comes, now you can do what? You can apply that word bold. You can say, Devil, what are you doing here? All the while, even even before you finish, the devil is gone, because suddenly there is a confidence that has come into your spirit. Praise the Lord. Why am I going in that direction? There are too far too many, maybe ninety eight percent of Christians in the world. We're under that category. We just speak the word. And now uh, we, we've ventured into a new age. Just think positive. Just be positive. Just be positive. Just, and now, when and people can't tell what is a positive confession anymore. Because uh, if I tell you COVID is with us, And somebody may say, that's a negative confession. No, okay, fine. You say your positive one and let it go away. Mm. Mm? (laughs) Confusion. Praise the Lord. A a positive confession is words inspired by the spirit that have effect. We're not talking about just careless Mm. words. Praise the Lord. Uh, I've, I've, uh, one man of God relayed how he, he, he workers, he, he met two workers, and uh, and their their child was playing around the pool, a young, a toddler. And, and he told them as a man of God, he told them, you guys, you need to uh, pay closer attention to your child because he may drown. You know what their response was? No, 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 that's a, that's a bad confession. That's a negative confession. The child drowned the next day. Confusion, confusion, confusion. Sometimes we state facts. The, uh, you know, facts are healthy. Don't use that car. It may, it may cause you problems. Don't overuse border border. It may harm you. Oh no no no! Don't don't speak negatively. No, that's not negative speech. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Amen. We have to tell the difference between when uh, people are just saying uh, things or stating facts. Amen. Because as uh, doesn't matter how holy and spiritual you are, when they tell you we have had uh, so far 1,500 COVID patients. Hmm? Eh, it is true. <laughs> it is true. Amen. <laughs> eh, eh, it is true. But just to get back, I do. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to digress. There's those things that are not moving. They are not moving because you are not addressing them. Amen. You may have just been quoting the word. To them, that is not the same as addressing them. And this is where God wants every one of us to go to to a place of authoritative application of his, of, of, of his authority through his word. And um, I will not lie to you that uh, it is going to come easy and tomorrow. Praise the Lord. It's a process. It is a, a process. It is a process of learning to submit to the Holy Spirit. It is a process of learning to submit to the Word. It is a process of carrying your, your cross every day, not some days. <laughs> it says carry your cross what? Daily. Uh, daily, not just some days. Not just your fasting. now you decide to carry your cross. When the, when Ramadan, you know, when your Ramadan is done, then, then you, then you keep the cross. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Why? Because. And that's now, now you'll get a good idea. Why Christians, why we struggle in the economy of the spirit. We speak the word, we quote the word. We are associated with people who have results, but results have eluded us. Why? Because we have not come to a place of of, of prevailing or authority, applying or authority. If you're dealing with a devil and you quote for it, Luke ten nineteen. 19, the devil still has no oh, premises to live because you've just quoted the scripture. You've just told the devil what is written. You have not applied it. Amen. Amen. And also, of course, in application, of course, now when we talk about application, now, you know, I'm talking about faith, faith, faith. You apply the word. God gives you authority through the word then you apply the the word. There's an old saying that I, I quote maybe 15 years ago. First, what you can't name, you can't tame. What you can't name, you cannot what? You can't tame. As we deal with mountains. You see, which mountain are you going to speak to? If you can't name it, (laughs) if you can't name it, how will you address it? Mm. Praise the Lord. Mm. Amen. So, you move from quoting the word to commanding. When you command the sickness, again, notice when we pray for the sick, all we do is quote Isaiah 53, 4. With these stripes we were healed. With these stripes we were healed. You're quoting, you're not yet applying. Breakthrough Miracle Life meets every Wednesday in Lunguja from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Saturday for Bible study from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. And on Sunday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. For more information, call or WhatsApp 0704-008989.